0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Welcome to another episode of Cracker. I'm your host, Mahad. And today we'll be reviewing the Mexican GP where Max Verstappen Ran away with it. It was an absolute walk in the park. 15.5, 15.5 seconds clear of Lewis Hamilton, who came second, and Sergio Perez, who came third. Uh, I am joined by Martz. How are we doing, brother? Yeah, you know what?
2: Just suffering from PTSD, man. PTSD from Austria. Austria-type beat, yeah? Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man.
1: And I'm joined by Mark, uh, Ants. I ain't seen you in a while, man. How are you doing? Yeah, it's been a minute. It's
0: been a minute, but yes, I feel. I feel like for most of us, it's slowly starting to sink in that number eight isn't coming home this year. But we'll get. We'll get into
1: that. I'm sure. I know some listeners out there thinking I don't want to hear that opening in the pod. Them kind of omens, you know what I'm saying? But today yeah. was a scary, scary race. If you're a Mercedes one very spooky, very spooky, and you know what. That kind of brings me to the first point I wanted to speak about is qualifying. Because there was a bit of hope for Mercedes fans at the beginning of this weekend. Well, it didn't look like that at the beginning with practice sessions where it looked like Red Bull were going to be dominating. Coming into the weekend, people kept on saying, this is a Red Bull track, this is a Red Bull track. So it seemed like a formality that Red Bull would win. But there was a spanner in the works at qualifying. And it looked like Mercedes was sandbagging. Um end of Q three, Mercedes, Valtteri Botta slapped it on pole. Um Lewis Hamilton put it on P two. First um Mercedes lockout in a very long time on the front row. And it looked all rosy for um Mercedes. Um talk us through it, Ants. What what did you make of Mercedes qualifying performance this weekend?
0: Yeah, I think it was a it was just a it was a very weird one. I mean, obviously it'd been drilled in for like I feel like weeks now that when we get to when we get to Mexico Red Bull gonna gonna run right this this that and then on Friday as well in practice they were looking what three or four tenths maybe more up per lap especially in the longer runs so when it came to Q2 Q3 and and VB 77 was was doing his thing and like he said afterwards he said like oh, I thought that was like the best lap of my life I was like all right mate whatever but um yeah he actually he actually did a good lap I can't lie it was an yeah, Hamilton couldn't Hamilton couldn't quite get there. Um and it was one of those days where you actually remember that Bottas is a good driver, you like, Oh yeah, well, he's got that in his locker from time to time. Um yeah, Hamilton P two and then yeah, Red Bulls, it was very, very messy uh, Q three second run, just Q three in general, I think. Um we'll probably get into what happened with Snowden, Christian Horner very shortly. Um but I think it kind of as as it as it as it showed today, it kind of worked in their favor to be behind the mercedes in the slipstream because uh Verstappen got a pretty good good getaway.
1: Yeah, um Bottas outstanding performance in quality. Um he's kind of like you know them you know if uh, on when you play like a football game it's like fever and that and you look at the person's attributes. Yeah, I think he's only outstanding attribute is quality. That is it. Everything else race race craft, trash race pace trash everything else is trash. But when it comes to this quality thing, I, I, he was ahead of Lewis the whole week, the whole um, Q3 sessions and in practice sessions. He looked like he was on absolute form. And um, you're, you're right. Um The pace came out of nowhere. And one thing that I kind of thought, Mexico is a traditional You don't want to be on pole in this, in this race because the last three races, um, the person that was on pole did not even end up on the podium, and alas, it happened again. Bottas will speak about what happened to him, but he d- did not end up on the podium. Um, it would you would think that P2 was going to be the best spot, and maybe Red Bull was aiming for that. I don't know, Marks. Do you think they sabotaged their own quality, Red Bull, or do yeah, you yeah. think it's a case of they were really trying to get that front row lockup?
2: Um. <sighs> It, it's hard. I do think they, I think Max's comments after just kind of said it all and the fact that it happened today as well, it just kind of adds more onto it. Like, they weren't, I don't think they're really that bothered. As long as they finish in the top four, I think they kind of knew that we have this race. Um, that And, that, and that, that was really the important thing. I don't think they really were that bothered about the pole or um, getting second. As long as they were top four and they, both cars were top four, they can get and they can get in. I think that was probably the strategy they were trying to go with. Um because yeah, I think that the the, the Red was definitely struggling on the straights because the Merck was a whole a really quick um I think it was two tenths quicker this weekend on the straight. So that's sector one. So Merck will always dominate sector one. Um and I think when Max was doing his second run he was on par with it um i think just two tenths off but as his fastest time but yeah red, bull,
1: red bulls eating in them middle sectors yeah. sector 2 but they've set the you know, medium
2: speed corners they just love it in it that the red bull loves it and I'm, I'm still shocked for the race. I'm still shocked for the race. Well, uh,
1: this guy, <laughs> you sound like you're absolutely traumatized right now. Oh, uh, man. If listeners of, if you see his face, if you're listening on Spotify, this guy looks disheveled. He looks yeah. he looks absolutely like he's been hit with a yeah.
2: Wow, I look like it's I don't like I don't even know, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, uh, listen, you know, listen, one, you you know, know on. the ones here
2: yeah, when you come home from school and you know the the um is either a letter or a phone call coming home, and you have, to, and you're just there, just waiting for it to come, and you can't hide it. That's what it's like, man. That's what it's like. Do you think, uh, listen, do you, do you
1: like, I'll, I'll come to you to answer. Do you think they're playing a bit of 8D Chester? Because they know Red Bull, okay, I'm not on the straight, we're not good on the straights. Mercedes is faster than us on the straights, even at top speed, max speed. So, in a case of we can be third or fourth, or even second, we can get a slipstreamer where we can. <laughs> Break later, exactly what Max did, and get in there. Or um, am I overthinking this right now? Do you know
0: what I think? I think you might be overthinking it purely because, firstly, Christian Horner's comments after qualifying—he was a little bit rattled by the fact that their qualifying went awry. So I think their plans are probably like be one and three. I reckon they're probably like they probably assumed Perez was going to be there thereabouts. Maybe not second because there's Hamilton or Bottas on a good day. But I think they definitely wanted a pole position um but secondly i think looking at the pace they had in the car on friday i don't think they were too concerned and they probably they probably like saturday night analyzed the data i know they had some kind of like rear wing issues where the staff in rear wing wasn't quite working in fp3 or something um they probably looked at it kind of fixed the problem overnight and they're confident in the in the speed of the car and i think whichever way they they kind of lined up as long as they got through turns like one to three unscathed, they were probably gonna come out on top because they just had so much so much pace
1: yeah you, you could be right I think even if, when you look at the free practice when you look at the long run the long run sessions um red Bull still looked their race base looked good so if they if if they were a bit concerned about the quality of the situation, if they could get themselves in a good position in the race, they knew that long term this race is all tight corners. this is a red Bull track they're going to uh, have a good time on long stints and being out there for a long while and getting that good race pace. Um, Q3 was quite interesting. Um, for those that don't know, uh, Sergio Perez was giving Max Verstappen a toe on the second run on Q3. And um, Sergio per- uh, um, Yuki Tsunoda was doing his uh, cool down lap after giving um, Pierre Gasly a toe. And... Um, he was in Q3, but he was starting from the back because he took an engine penalty. But so he's solely there to give uh, Gasly a toe. Done that, had a slow lap. Um, Sergio Perez giving Max a toe, sees um, Yuki Sonoda go off track and decides to follow him for some reason. Um, have no idea strange. what was going on here. And after the race, um, Horner wanted to blame Yuki Sonoda. And said, um, oh, yeah, Perez was sonoded. I'm not gonna lie, I don't know why they scapegoated Yuki Sonoda because that's clearly Sergio that's, Perez. An that's, absolute what, power.
0: that's what Red Bull do, though, like the king of scapegoating people. I mean, <laughs> are, we, are, we, are, we, are we shocked at this point? Like, uh, even Marks, that, Marks, it's Marks.
1: techie, Marks, it's techie, yeah. You can't criticize Sergio Perez in Mexico because Horner might not make it out of there,
2: you know? so. <laughs> So I, I listen. I would say that exact same thing yesterday. I was like, "What's it called?" Um, Christian can't talk. He can't talk around those sides. He has to wait to. Because I mean, because I've been noticing Christian. I'm like, he hasn't really said nothing about Checo this season. Like, how can I mean? Checo hasn't been great, but you, you've seen the way he talks about Albon and um, and Gasly in the past, and he's never made these comments about Checo. And like. Hey. Paris is a not check get getaway with murder at times. And I'm thinking like, has he got a call from like, the Sinaloa cartel or something? Well, wait, I'm, wait, listen. No, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> right, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly.
1: Allegedly. <laughs> <I> said, <laughs> not, <laughs> I'm saying this exactly. is all mocks. <laughs>
0: dad might have some connections. Like the way man was running around with the flag and everything. Like, he might be on Horner's neck. We don't know.
1: Uh. Okay, look. I, I can understand if I If I'm in Horner's position and I've got 120,000 Mexican fans there... <laughs> and I'm going to be out here criticising um, Checo in front of him. It's a bit mad. It's a bit techie. But to scapegoat Yuki was absolutely shambolic. On that app, though, uh, Marks, what did you th- what did you think of uh, Perez on that Q3 lap? Um, did he have a stinker? Yeah. Why is he following Yuki Tsunoda off the track? He didn't need to be... Di- he, even distractions don't cause you to do that. I don't think...
2: For me, I don't really think Checo was... I think that final lap, like, Checo wasn't really going for it i think he was just there to give max the toe because max gave him the toe i think on the first run so i think they were just kind of just switching that switching it up like checkco really had a top four time no one was really gonna t- um take it so um it was just about get giving max that toe down there for the f- turns one to three and then let him just really releasing max in it and just keeping out of max's way so i don't think he really had a stink car but it, it, it was it's quite It's like it was a bozo moment to go off track. And it just didn't quite make sense. Like, why? Because when you look at it from even from his camera angle, the dust isn't like that much to think, okay, um, like he can't see. I mean, I know he's going up in real time, yeah. and, And I'm looking for a camera, and in real time, it could be completely different. But it didn't seem like the dust didn't seem that bad to think, okay. I need I need follow what Sonoda's doing, like and he completely like just completely went wide left. So it wasn't like he was just following Yuki; he just went wide left for, for some absolute dumb reason. Like you're you're going round right, and then you're gonna come round the bend. Yuki would have stayed out your way. Um, and he it yeah, it was just a bozo moment. And then and then Max, I think Max's excuse was a bit dumb as well. Like, uh. I don't think Max was particularly having going to... I mean, he while he was looking like he was going to have a good... I don't think that lap was quite there for him either. I don't think he would have got that pole position. And then him saying, oh, I had to lift off because I thought it was a double yellow flag. I mean, when has Max ever thought there was going to be a double yellow flag? He normally just drives straight through them. So... And then the whole rebel strategy was just a bit... Was pants, right? It was absolute pants. It was, yeah...
1: Yeah. Um it was a bit it was a bit shaky. I think the whole rear wing thing, like what Ants mentioned earlier, when they were trying to fix that in practice as well. uh I heard they swapped uh Perez's wing with uh Max's as well during that session. Uh and then Perez said oh the car wasn't the same again. I don't know. Yeah. Um uh, <laughs> but honestly, like I think th- they fucked up. They got rattled because they realized oh shit, I what we're we going to do here, unless we need a toe. One of us need one of us. They said one of us need to be leaving P1, P2. But, um, it didn't work out for him. Um, yeah, I think the
2: strategy was just the strategy was pants, man. It was, it was like it was a Mercedes strategy they had in it. Like they had a Mercedes strategy on quality day. So, yeah. Um, bit of feedback, Marks. Oh, well, so,
1: yeah. um, Ants, what did you think of, um, The comments Max made uh, when he saw Yuki Yuki Sonoda and Perez going off track. Uh, Yeah. What what did he say? He said, call them idiots? Um, Was it a stupid idiot or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, A lot of outrage about that. I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to lie. I call a lot of people stupid idiots. Yeah.
0: I mean, the thing is, we know that Max has got a bit of a sharp tongue, but so do plenty of other drivers. So all we need to do is just be consistently lax with what we hear on, on the team radio that's it so like because if like if, if a certain Lewis Hamilton said that about a certain someone there'll be like a bit of an uproar. so I think we just need to take a step back and just be like like those, those kind of comments are normal we didn't say anything outrageous it wasn't uh derogatory in any way it was just a bit of frustration over the radio i just it, it happens you know I, I hear I, it I hear I,
1: it I don't think they should censor I don't think they should censor anybody I don't think no. we should criticize anybody's radios, you know. I'm not gonna lie, because yeah,
2: I, I, I think I think
1: the only reason why is because these guys are going at 200 miles an hour around the track. Yeah, bare adrenaline going on. Like if you mic'd me up driving on North Circular, it's gonna get nuts. <laughs> so I,
0: that's at that's like 40 miles an hour. I can't
1: judge the one driver's on the track exactly yeah. and you can't judge so i can't really judge formula one drivers like to take consideration about what it, this is reactionary this is all like off the top of the head so i think there's a lot of reading into it i think there's too much reading into lewis's radios as well like just just stay calm you know what i mean we, yeah. I, I, i'm not saying i'm not saying let's ban radios i'm not that guy yeah I, i'm not gonna be that extreme but i think people need to stop overreacting to radios uh just in general uh, whether they're
2: positive or negative comments Hundred percent, but it's Max and I have to run the agenda. So yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> listen, you, you gotta do no, what you gotta I do, brother. My my thing is though, like when it comes to like Max, yeah, I feel like a lot of the time though, he's always insulting other drivers, and I, I get like, yeah, idiot, bloody blah, blah, blah. We, you know what? It's road rage, in basically road rage. But I don't find. I mean, yeah, you get it from some drivers, like Vettel says it's about Mazapin all the time, but we all think Mazapin's an idiot anyway. Um, but they no, they no when Max he's no control about it. I feel like he just says he just says things and he's always attacking other drivers. And I feel like this time, you taking the risk of going behind Checo, and you know, if anything goes wrong in front of you, it will affect your lap. You can't be out here calling people idiots. You got to understand now. This is on you. This isn't. This is on your you and your team strategy. You can't actually put that on Sun- Yuki. Yuki d- doing, did nothing wrong. Yuki did nothing wrong. Checo was. Checo did what he did, and then this is on Max. You're too close to the drama that's happening, and then you're. You have to react to it now. If you are coming, if you're like maybe another three seconds behind. It's not a problem, is it? It's not gonna be a problem for you. It's like, but
1: like I just said, it's reactionary, you know, the one's there's like spur of the moment. Say what you're gonna say. You can't really filter yourself in that. You're going 200 miles an hour, bro. You're doing a quality lap. This is intense pressure, bro. So it's just how it is, man. I think we're reading in too much in it. But I know uh, he called them a stupid idiot stupid idiots, but let's talk about another stupid idiot, Christian Horner. He had a stinker this weekend. We just we touched on it briefly, him blaming Yuki Sonoda for the whole fuck up of the whole quality. What do you think of the comments and um, that you uh, Horner made with Yuki Sonoda? Were they fair?
0: I feel like this this Christian Horner is is I think Toto Wolf Nell is he's, he's a he's a proper pantomime villain, this guy. Like he rocks into the the, the paddock with his sunglasses, you know, saying all sorts about like all, all types of thing, chatting, inconsistency, this, that, that. So as for his comments about Yuki, completely completely unfair. Because Yuki's just trying to get out of the way, literally, like moving himself completely off track to allow Perez to go through. The thing is, I understand why Perez slightly messed up, because like if you're locked in on a quality lap, that sex two is quite fast. You've got your reference points that you kind of dialed in throughout the weekend. And if there's like a slight like a cart off track or a bit of dust, it might, you know, mess it up. So he had a bit of a snap, but it's unfortunate. I don't think it's necessarily Yuki's fault. So Horner's comments were a bit out of order. I think uh, it's probably probably saved uh, save some of the backlash on that by the fact that they won this weekend. So there was no no need to like go into it further or question why they 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 failed this weekend. But we're, we're, it's kind of becoming a bit of a pattern where Horner like just puts these. uh puts these really negative comments out there on people. Um, and then it kind of has a bit of a knock-on effect on uh, on social media and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, what can,
1: what can you do? Maybe I'm just old, yeah? Maybe I'm just old, yeah? But I swear Horn has always been like this. I think just because it's been amplified by the social media area, era, and yeah. it's been amplified with Red Bull becoming relevant again, I'm telling you now, Red Bull Vettel days, he was doing all this shit. Every yeah. single weekend, he was
2: doing this. shit. I feel like it's DTS as well, man. This uh, the guy's a prick, uh, he's an absolute dick. Hey, I man, Spice Girls attack, man.
1: Spice Girls attack, man. I
2: he's, really he's got, can't he's, you know, he's getting, him. you
1: know, he's like, oh, uh, I'm married to a Marital pop star. Let me get, let me get a little bit famous, you know what right. I mean? He's he's, get, he's getting
2: that going. I can't use the word I want to describe, or not to be honest. Like, it's a guy, is all right, really, we, it's really a family show, like bro. It. I know I'll try to keep it from you, but <laughs> I really don't like the guy at all. Um, he's
1: bad vibes, he's bad vibes. Let's keep he, it 100. Yeah, you don't need yeah. to, and, he, and he's always under the I mean, like,
2: you know what, like Toto Toto's doing it, and he said it as well. Um, and they, they keep on using this. Like, I get F1's like a massive soap opera with racing. and... They're, they're doing it for the entertainment, but the guy just sometimes, he just doesn't think when he's saying something. Like, there was no reason to say we got that, especially when you know has had a quite a difficult year and has come under a lot of scrutiny. Like, the guy was shivering in his boots, bro, because he thought Helmut Michael was coming to do him something yesterday. That's mad. Nah, dude, you that's mad. Gonna, gonna you you can imagine bad, that, that bro. If you imagine I'm you're going like, to a my and you're, like my,
1: yeah, you're, guy, my like he's um, you know, when you're in school and uh, principal, i come to the principal. yeah, Yuki's young as
0: well. That's the thing, like, it's just that that yeah, Red Bull it, environment's proper toxic and it's
2: really toxic. And yeah. you know, it's what, France is absolutely like, how are you not protecting your driver as well? Come out and back, say something about him, say something about it. I get you gave him the seat and you know, everything from next year, but at least come out and say something, back your back your guy, like, where where are you? Just that's let not, him, leave him, about him to try. It's not his guy.
0: Yeah, he's I only know. got one guy. He's only got one guy in that team. As much as he will try and like be like, "Oh, Checker did a great job this weekend." Yes, yeah, it's, it's,
2: it's just cat. no. But I mean, no, hey, no,
1: do do you know, know what?
2: what actually,
1: do you know, hey, like, check this out. Check this out. Do you know what? I'm talking Horner about, talk about Horner. I'm talking about Do you know what? Horner had a mare so much that Helmet Marco said today, "Uh, Yuki did nothing wrong." So how much of a mare? is Horner having if, man, if Helmet's on the other helmet, side? Helmet, helmet market.
0: Market. When helmet Marker is sounding more reasonable, th- there's a problem there. That's all That's all I'm going to say. But, uh, yeah. Enough, man, enough about listen, that.
1: Uh, listen, Horner's been doing this from, from the jump. I want people to go back and have a look at them old school press conferences from like 2012, 2011 and see what man was talking. He's been doing this from the jump. This is no change. He's just this got, his, his team's relevant again, so he's got the limelight again. This, this is why I
2: told you I don't like Vettel because he gave birth to this guy, bro. If Vettel never came, he wouldn't be like this. He wouldn't have this confidence, and Vettel gave this. Confidence you
1: can't to stick him. it off Vettel because he was like this before Vettel, bro. He was like the thing is, yeah, he did it for Vettel, so he would throw Weber under the bus every five seconds, every five seconds for no reason, just for Vettel. So you. I won't blame Vettel. It's just his type of personality. That's how Horner is, bro. I, I would say people uh, just just chill because... Listen, even Red, the Max, Red, fans Red don't
2: like, Max fans don't like Horner as well, you know. So there I is know, something know, severely wrong with that man. There's something severely wrong with that man.
1: Hey, listen, yeah. And we're going to have to see him on DTS next season and then the season after that and the season after that because he's got, like, some weird-ass contract with him where he gets whole episodes for himself. And i'm tired they probably you know, inter- they probably interview for like six hours seven hours put all that footage up
2: it's annoying me bro and you know what's the worst thing is yeah like if max wins this title by all means well done max has had a superb season yeah and you can't fault him you cannot fault him at all because he's done his thing this season but it's just the thought of the fact that Horner will be right next to him with that smug face.
1: Oh, my blood is boiling. Uh, do you know what I think? I think drivers that have for Red Bull, yeah, they become disliked by association from Horner. So Vettel was hated, yeah, when he was at Red Bull. Second, he went Ferrari. Oh, Vettel turn around. It's you. You didn't. You didn't hate Vettel. You hated Horner. No, you understand. Listen, People hate I'm Max a, now. You hate, hate Horner, was, bro.
2: I was a massive Checo fan, yeah. Last season, this season, I'm looking at him funny. I can't lie.
1: And uh, this is this is peak.
2: What, what are we calling it? Horn attacks,
0: yeah. It's the horn red, attacks. The Red Bull horn attack. stain. It probably stains you. It's
1: sad. It Stains you, bro. <laughs> but, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Ugh. Red Bull gives you Red Bull fucks you up. It's not even Red Bull gives you in Red Bull will fuck you up, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh my lord. Uh, talking about fuck ups. Race start. Valtteri Bottas. So, like I said at the beginning of this uh, pod, Valtteri Bottas on pole. Um, uh, Lewis Hamilton on uh, second on the grid. Mercedes lockouts. What could go wrong? You should be running away with this, right? Ants, talk us through that, that opening section. That, that first corner. That run right up to turn one. What happened?
0: So, when you start P1 in Mexico, you know most likely you're probably not going to be leading. Or you, you're not going to be ahead by a car's length going to turn one. You're probably going to have someone either to the to the right or to the left of you, or both, if you're Flaherty Bottas. So I think I was watching at some of the starts uh, from previous Mexico Grand Prix this today. I looked at t- 2019, I think the last time we raced in Mexico, it was like Hamilton, I think, was third or something like that. And then he had two Ferraris ahead of him. And I think it was Vettel who came across aggressively after the lights went out and basically squeezed Hamilton, almost like half onto the grass. Hamilton had to come off a throttle and then tuck back into the the slipstream. Today, we fast forward, Bottas gets away fairly well. gets a good start, so does Hamilton. They're pretty much side by side. Um, But Bottas just drives in a straight line, um, which I thought was interesting because Mercedes had the advantage of locking out the front row. So they can move as a unit almost. if they kind of got away cleanly together, they were side by side. If Bottas comes more to the left and Hamilton naturally follows him, no one can pass Bottas on the outside. The only way that anyone could get past either Mercedes is by getting the slipstream and then going down the inside to make it free wide, uh, which could be done, but obviously Hamilton might also, as the car on the right, move slightly across to cover that. Instead, Bottas kind of drives down the middle. Max just picks up the toe, sees like a... It's a clear patch of tarmac way more than the cars whip to just drive straight through get alongside and then going going onto to the brakes I mean yeah, credit, credit to Verstappen like under braking was crazy like he looked like he was driving like with a car with like different braking ability like he brake like five ten meters later. Bottas super early on the brakes super cautious again compounded his problems because not only was he uh, early on the brakes he didn't have Good apex speed, and then kind of turned in and then got tagged by Ricardo. Not really his fault, but at the same time, it's just leaving so much on the table. And it's just like, you're just going to get kind of taken by people left, right, and center, mugged off basically if you kind of drive in that manner, I think. Um, and then Hamilton, equally as kind of cautious on the brakes, I guess, because it was three wide. Um, but if if you're on the inside, you probably know there's going to be someone on the far side as well, so you can't be super aggressive because that's just going to cause a, a sandwich. So yeah, I think Verstappen played it played it really well, but it was kind of handed to him on a plate by by Bottas. I think I don't know what you guys thoughts on that were. Mark,
2: to be fair, with Bottas, it I think Toto spoke to Massi before the race, and they he asked would you be able to do a similar thing that Vettel did. Um, the federal did to Hamilton in um, 2019, would you be able to do something like that again today? And Massey said, no, if a driver does that, he will get a penalty. So I think, I think uh, Toto kind of, I think they kind of expected Max to do that. And... Yeah, I, 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 see, I see your so point. Kind of like probably briefed, um briefed um bias, probably so... But I still think Bottas could have done a lot more to defend that position rather than just. I mean,
0: he left it open.
2: If your car yeah.
0: is already on the left-hand side of the track, there's no need to be squeezing anyone into the grass. I think the thing with Vettel was Hamilton had like his front tire next to Vettel's rear tire, and then Vettel squeezed him, and then mm. like you know, what I mean. So I mean, I guess it's just it's obviously hindsight's great, but um, cool. yeah.
2: I think Adam said it. He was, too, Bottas was too busy like trying to race Hamilton instead of trying to work for the team. Yeah, and like, yeah, all right. You don't want obviously your race racing driver. Right? You don't want Hamilton to overtake you. By the end of the day, the team comes first. And if you if you're able to navigate the first three corners, you're then going into Red Bull territory where the Red Bulls going to be really quick. But if you're at least able to pull away the two of you, you can. Create a scenario where you can pull away or hold the Red Bulls back enough, you always have that chance to um, race near the end of the race. But I doesn't think like that. But I was just thinking about the heron and now. And he literally just tried to take out Hamilton and left the door completely wide open for Max. And it was just doesn't the guy doesn't make sense, bro. He doesn't make sense. As you, as you said earlier, my head, his rate. His racecraft is just absolutely non-existent, bro.
0: Yeah, I think it's just it's just a, it's just a weird one because I don't I don't even think he particularly tried to like take like cover up Hamilton like too much because Hamilton was pretty much alongside him for like most of the run down to turn one. It's just that he, he just didn't he simply didn't defend against what you correctly said is the bigger threat of the Red Bulls behind. I think, um, but yeah, just a bit of a mess really, and then he got spun around as well. To add insult to injury,
1: um, on, on Marx's point about Toto asking Massey about that move, yeah. Big man thing, don't ask Massey, them things just do it and see what happens.
0: You mean we, we this,
1: this is the elite, it. this is how you have to be an elite team principal, just do it, then see what happens. Don't ask Massey because then you made the decision for Massey if you do it because he's going to give you a penalty, but if you do it. Then say, "No, Massey, that's not a penalty." You know, Massey's more inclined to listen to you because you know, he's a bozo. <laughs> he's, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna be persuaded. Oh, Toto's ringing me. He's emailed me. All right, <laughs> let me just, let me just hold that and not give him a penalty. Whoa. Second of all, I said this back in Baku, yeah. Bottas don't know racing lines, bro. He don't know racing lines. He doesn't know. If you're ahead, if you're ahead, yeah, you know the left is the racing line, right? When you're approaching that corner, right? So why are you not on the left?
2: You know what? No, 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 my head. No, he does know racing lines. The guy's not stupid because as I, I always go back to Sochi twenty twenty, yeah, and the guy said, "If I, if I, if I qualify third, I'll be able to win this race." So he's not stupid. He's purposely doing this. He's purposely doing it. Hey, that's 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 spicy. That's spicy. You're saying he's purposely? Bucking up. He is. He is. Like the races, the races he's done well in. Yeah. But of, of course, he's done well very well quality in quality. Um, um, this not yeah, this season, but the races that he's actually done well in, he has no involvement with Hamilton, there's literally zero involvement with Hamilton. The races where he has to be with Hamilton and be a good teammate, this guy has been pants, bro. He's been, he's been absolutely pants, he's been sabotaging this guy since day dot from France. Like, the guy couldn't hold up Max for, like, another 10 seconds. That would have won Hamlet in the race. Yeah, that's crazy. I still think about that. Don't
1: know, he don't know <laughs> racing lines. He just knows
2: <laughs> he, off-hand. He's he 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 just moves. moving out the way, bro. Tell you now. People are over- No, no. no I,
1: okay, okay. Because I have seen this quite a lot. And there's a there's a small portion of people, yeah, that are out there that rate bias, yeah? Stop rating bias. Stop. The evidence is stacked against you. You're losing in court. What are we doing here? The guy's race craft is poor the guy's decision making is poor when he does the race where like you just said where he's on p1 and it looks like a, like how turkey was easy easy sailing yeah he can do that that's not a problem and i think many of the drivers if they were in a position of in, in in a top car like mercedes they could do the same so this is this is not challenging stuff that he's doing yeah when it comes to situations like this where he's needed yeah the guy didn't do his job yeah, I know for a fact um I don't really rate Mercedes strategy like that, but I know they told him cover the left. I know they told him cover the left. And the guy flat out refused. You were car lengths ahead of Max at the beginning of that of that streak. Yeah. Max had a good start, but you still had a car length ahead of him. You could slot yourself there, just position yourself or force Max to make a decision. Like I said, squeeze him. You do not even squeezing whatsoever, to me, is basically bottling it. Or Basically saying, ah, I'm I'm alright. I'm going out for a mayor, I got a multi-year deal. I'm calm.
2: I'm telling you, like you you remember that show on CBBC, yeah, Trapped, where they used to go do all the challenges and you used to have the saboteur. That's botass. That is botass, bro. He he just he's, he's trapped. He's, he's, he's sabotaging things. He's sabotaging, bro. Because I'm as t- like the guys. Do- he, Monzo, he you oh, think why, is it, why is it in his
0: interest to sabotage
2: these, I these races? I don't understand No, I don't know. Yeah, you I, have to know I, the does, world he, world. does he like Hamilton? Does he like Black Lives Matter no, no. I don't, whoa, whoa, he, whoa. He, Yeah, but hold on, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, words of them, yeah. does he know? Like, <laughs> the exactly. words of Adam, does he know? No,
1: no what, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is I'm on the other side of things where I don't think he's like that, I just think he's trash. That's that's. I just don't think he knows. No, you know what i I'm I, I think I other drivers would be more competent in that situation. I can't. I can't think about the amount that. of drivers in the in a put another. Put okay, ants. If Russell is Russell's in that car, is he defending that position better? One
0: hundred percent. One hundred percent. Which is 100%. why. Which is why I I, I kind of see this sabotaging point, but also my thing. My view is that he's very average, but I don't understand why he's not fight, not fighting with a team and that.
2: So it was. It's a strange one. But, no, I'm sorry. Like the only, the only person, the only other person that would do this to Hamilton, yeah, is Alonso, I, and I'm, and I'm, I'm like literally 100 certain. The only person that would be doing hey, this other lo- season Alonso, like this would be Alonso because Alonso, Alonso is cutting that
1: He's not going to the left. He's going across the grass. Oh, He's not attempting sure. to take turn one in that situation. <laughs> uh, big brain, big brain. L plan. You know what I'm saying, for, um, <laughs> but, but, for for Bottas. Clearly, I saw the uh, post-race interviews. Toto is not happy with how Bottas um, performed today. And do you know what? Slyly, like you just said, karma, bro. You don't do your job for the team. You get tagged by Ricardo. Ricardo's moving like a terrorist today. And you hold that. And you finish wherever you finish. They put eight, 11 seconds on your head top on a pit stop as well. You're going to have to hold that, brother. Because Did you didn't do your job track? at the beginning.
2: Did he get the fastest Yeah,
1: you got, got fastest cap. They put him on softs. Oh, cool. um, I don't want to hear people saying Red Bull are shameless for doing taking away points from other teams because that this is this is a Formula One man.
0: It took, it took him two. A, it took him two attempts, by the way. You
2: remember you, when you, they told him uh, not to do yeah. fastest lap and the guy still tried it? He tried. He had <laughs> to put the sauce twice. He bottled it the first time. And bro, exact, bro. He said, hey, bro, you're right, right, right. on sauce.
1: <laughs> hey, ads, don't kill me. He's on sauce. Just slap a slap a quick uh, one time fastest lap. Why are you bottling it? You have to do it again. Jesus. That would have oh. been hilarious if you bottled it the second time. Yeah, but you just about Toto would have, had his con- uh, would have burnt his contract. In the guys, I, I, I kind of thought you yeah. would
2: bottle it as well, you know. I literally kind of thought he would bottle it, so yeah. I'm not surprised he had to do it two times. Uh,
1: yeah, and she was going to ask a question. God.
2: Yeah, I was going to say like, do you do you think
0: Toto's regretting not slipping in Russell for for this this year for 2021
2: because 100%. because Mason.
0: A dogfight. They're they point. They're either point ahead or a point behind now. If, if Russell was in that car, they'd be clear. And plus, they'd have two against one against Verstappen most most races. I think.
2: I I'm not Russell's biggest fan, but I have still he's a, he's a competent driver, and he's competent enough to do the things that will help you win a championship. Which I think any basic driver can do. Um, any driver could do in a Mercedes, except Bottas. And <laughs> this guy is absolutely stinking. It, it is, it's disgusting. Like, I, I said, you know, people were, um, gone, go oh mad.
1: Go I, I said in my preseason predictions that want he should be gone by Silverstone, yeah, and they should put Russell in that seat, yeah. We had that whole palaver of not knowing who's going to be in that seat, all the way up to, I don't know, I think it was that like Monza Zanvor around that time. And at that time, when you make that announcement. Why don't you just put him put Russell in the seat there and then? What are you? What is there to lose? What is there to lose? You might as well. If you've got that much faith in Russell that you're giving him a multi year contract at Mercedes in a top seat in Formula One and he's the so called future of your team, put him in the seat now because what has his head is gone. He's at Alpha, he's gone. Once you, it's kind of like if you start a new job, you've got a contract, a new job, you think you care about the current job? You're like, oh, I'll go, I've got next job. Yeah. And, we know, all, Lewis.
0: and we know that Russell doesn't need time to settle in because he dunked all over Bottas in Bahrain or whatever when he when he filled in for Lewis. So the question,
1: the question mark is Russell going to be good? That's not the question mark. The question mark is, oh, will he be uh, better than Hamilton? Or that? That's the kind of questions we're asking. Is is it going to be competitive between the two? We're not asking We're not saying he's going to be a complete dud. We already know that he will probably be more competent than Bottas at this current uh, juncture, because we've seen what, I know it's only secure, and we've seen only evidence at Russell, uh, at Williams, but at this moment in time, you've got to make that decision, because once you make that announcement, the person has checked out. I don't think you understand human mentalities. These guys, some people, they will check out, because they already know, some people said uh, Bottas is performing now, in Turkey, stuff like that, because he's safe and assured, that he's going to be in Formula 1, for the long term, because he's at another team. But why should he fight for that team that he's in currently? Why should he? He's not contracting yeah, he's contractually obliged to drive for him, but he's he contractually obliged to try hundred percent? He's not fighting for a seat.
2: Yeah. I didn't I didn't want to rain on this parade yesterday because I was like, you know what? A 115.8, that's a brilliant lap for a poll. Like, but well, as you said, everyone was talking about all this new. I mean, I I think I even put a tweet out about the um about the form, like the his new form and stuff. But I'm not really a big believer in that new um, form anyway. This guy, as he's been doing... He's doing what everyone says Checo does, in it? Apart from the race win in wherever it was, I can't remember where the race win was, but um, he's been doing what Checo's done. He's been starting from that, the back of the grid or whatever, middle of the grid, and he's just been doing good runs and getting, getting back into good places. So like obviously you've got Monza and then wherever else he has had an engine penalty and had to come back through the um, through the grid. But he's not actually doing anything to help the team at this point in time. He's literally just there helping them, probably developing the engine to make it more reliable for next year. That is it. That's all he's doing there now at the moment.
1: Um, Ants, do you think uh, Constructors is in jeopardy? Because people were telling me a couple of weeks ago... Mercedes got it in the bag, and I was like, oh done yeah. here, we've got six, seven races left. What's going on? drivers is a hundred percent in severe jeopardy, distress right
0: now. Constructors is, is heading that way because there's a general feeling I think Mercedes is gonna have to take another engine penalty at some time, maybe even next weekend. and um, plus bought us tax on anything. So but then the Checo tax, do you know what I mean? It kind of kinda of evens it out. So I, I don't know, I don't really know. Um yeah, and, he, and it and one, he didn't, one he didn't, point he didn't,
1: difference right now. Constructors, one point difference.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, and also, Boss couldn't get past Ricardo for what, 40 laps or something like that.
1: Um, yeah. I'll, 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 I was going to tweet something because I was like, yo, this is taking a while, you know. Yeah. Cool. I'm not going to lie. McLaren, I'm, I'll, I'll admit, it, we had an absolute stink over a weekend. Um, I think we knew from practice sessions that this ain't our race. And you can get past Ricardo for how long? And Ricardo had to put a new front wing on. Yeah, what are we doing? Got a slower pit stop than you. Uh, scary hours. Scary hours for bias. If you're a Bottas fan out there, boy, if Lehman there, Brothers. If you're there out, are, you're are business,
0: if there are any Bottas fans out
1: there, if there are to the to the four of you worldwide, yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, hold that. Um, we'll move on. Max and Checo. They nearly made it uh, Red Bull one. So we ain't seen a Red Bull one, two since 2013. Um, first of all, um, I know Marks, Marks is going to be sick. Actually, let's go. Look, Marks, you tell us about Checo's performance this weekend. First of all, sorry. Bit nah, of a crazy. That is a crazy, sorry, that's a, crazy, that's a crazy stat, by the way. No,
0: no Red Bull one, two since 2013.
1: Yeah, listen, man. This is, it's crazy out here, man. Because remember um, when Ricardo was winning races in 2014. No, yeah, certain so, vettel so, yeah, disappeared yeah, into the abyss. I don't know joke. what he was doing. And then since then it's been Merc dominance. So um, yeah, Mark uh, talk us through Checo's uh, weekend and his performance in the race.
2: Um uh, Checo, I think he did all right. Um, I think he did, did a little did a bit more to get um to Hamilton, but <clears throat> I think he let Hamilton pull away a bit too much. Um, during the first stint before um, Hamilton pitted. Um, And then he obviously had the opportunity. But then Lecourte, I think if Lecourte stayed out a bit longer, he would have had it in the bag, second in the bag. But obviously Lecourte pitted literally as Hamilton came out as well. So it kind of saved Hamilton's bacon there. But yeah, I think he overall, overall the weekend, he had a very good weekend. And he could be be very happy with how he performed this weekend. in free practice, he was he was doing sim he was doing very quick times. I mean, like he had provisional pole in Q3, uh, obviously um, up until Bottas took it away. And he he played to the crowd this weekend, man. The, the Mexicans were all over him and they loved it. They were loving every second of it. And it was a it was a good performance to see. It was it was great to see him have a good weekend. Like and we're seeing these more and more. Um And he's really helping Max win this championship. Like the past two races, I think without Checo, Max isn't winning those races, and he is actually really helping Max win this championship. Like because while Red Bull was absolutely rapid today, if Checo was nowhere to be seen and and wasn't on Hamilton's tail, I don't think. Like this could it could have been a it could have been a much closer race. I'm not saying Hammond would have won, but it could have been a closer race. So good God give Checo's props this weekend. He hasn't had the best of all seasons, but the last couple races, he's really coming into, into his own and making that seat his own now. So he it looks like he does deserve his seat for next season.
1: Checo Checo's dad was running around like he was packed. He was in every pitcher, he was I here. he looked elated. So yeah, yeah big, mean, it's the first big props Mexican to Checo, man, dad, Checo. Yeah, that the first Mexican on a podium in Mexico. Exactly. These are big achievements here, man, in front of everybody. See the way they were celebrating; they celebrated him more than Max. So this is this was a big, big. Uh, I know that manager
2: fucking the tequilas tonight, but uh, Yeah,
1: it, he it said it on the radio. Stop. He said it on the radio. Perez, like, tequila time, ready. <laughs> exactly. um, to be fair, like even I think, um, like you said, if Leclerc stayed out even one more lap um to hold up Hamilton. He pitted immediately. That could have saved him. Perez on that last stint got into a lot of traffic, lost a lot of time. Um and at the end he nearly, nearly, nearly had. I think if he had two more laps, three more laps, he might have took um Lewis. So uh, I
2: don't, I don't Lewis, think so. I think I think Lewis is would have been able to I think Lewis is good enough defender. He's not the easiest person to overtake. I, I think even in the fresher tires it would, but it would have been good. It would have been good to see some water racing like we saw. Where was it? They had the, turkey, turkey. It, was, it turkey. would have been turkey. like turkey, exactly. Yeah. It would have been good to see something like that. But unfortunately, we didn't. But, um,
1: yeah. oh no, let's speak about Hamilton because I saw a little post race interview and uh, Ants, what did he exactly say? Because it was a little bit of check on disrespect uh,
0: Yeah, the, the, he dropped a, like a little one on checker's head. I was a bit, I was a bit shocked. Dude. I think he said. Uh, you know the Red Bull's quick when Checo's on your tail or something, something like that. And then he just grinned afterwards, like straight into the camera. I was like, oh, uh,
1: "Yo, God. that's peak." I right, listen, uh, listen, that's a that's a fire to show at right. The thing oh, is, God. I remember
0: I, I remember him saying something like that about Albon last season. I think I think it was in Abu Dhabi last season when he was coming back from COVID. He was like, and I was even getting hassled by Albon. You know, crazy like streets, street, 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 <laughs> are
1: crazy out <street is> here. <laughs> <laughs> listen, yeah, I what I saying uh, yeah, listen, it's true, but you don't need to say it. Yeah, like, like, yeah, Perez ain't levels with you.
0: Perez yeah, yeah, that that that, Paris is trying to enjoy his weekend, have a look at and key line and Hampton's dropping his bombs. like. Yeah. Hampton's
1: like Perez?
0: Oh, yes, man. yes. But um yeah, man. Perez, yeah. I f- I feel like he had he had a good weekend. Yeah. I think the, the Red Bull was not like, so dominant on, on Sunday. I feel like he could have done a bit more with it. Um, and also, I feel like Perez, he, he's a bit... Of, I mean, obviously, his, his his strength is maintaining life and his ties and all that. But he's he's kind of an overcut merchant, I can't lie. Like, he was within 1. 1.8, 1. 1.5 of Lewis. He could have done a sneaky undercut, but... Perez, yeah, about that
1: life, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're, yeah. Gonna, you're doing yeah, all undercuts.
0: Not- yeah, got the one lap pace to, to come in and then like pop out some purple purple sectors.
1: So Yeah, you're not that guy power. Man has to just do Mo Farris stints, man.
2: I, Literally,
1: I, I <laughs> Literally Mo Harris. That's his, that's his thing.
2: That move from Max. Well. He does it well. He nearly got P two. So yeah. Yeah. what'd you say? I've said that move from Max though, like on that opening lap. That might be one of the the best opening laps that like, from a driver I've seen, like... Yeah, but tax. But as tax.
0: But as tax, yeah. need to apply that at source. You know them ones, like... I know. That's like a 70%... That's
2: like beating tax. Maguire in a footwrest, you know what I'm saying?
1: It's, it's one of yeah. those It's tax brawls. But, you know nah, what I'm man, you,
2: Even just to do that, just to go around the outside, to come in, that was beautiful. Yeah, man. it was It was my so, One thing I I was watching in
1: practice, I was watching in practice, we're going to get on to Max's performance. I was watching in practice, Max Max has got this car under control, man. He's gliding. Yeah, the way he's swinging this car about, he's got it totally under control at all times. And the way he's driving style is very, very different to everybody else's because he does break quite a lot, quite early. He's kind of like already predicting what's happening before he enters corners and he's he's just trusting the car and guiding it wherever it needs to go. Um, And what he did in the first lap in the race, he he's not usually known for late breaking. He's not that guy when it comes to late breaking. Oh, only when it comes to opening laps he does that. But his dry, driving style is not a late breaker. He's not that guy. He does That's not his driving style. He kind of predicts what he needs to do. But for him to break so late and swing that move off, outstanding performance. Ants, tell me about Max's performance today,
0: man. Yeah, it was just it was dominant, and I think he's been he's been dominant all season. I think if you look at his like. His results, where let me let me have a look at his results, where he hasn't had like affected races. It's literally second, first, second, second, first, 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 second, second, first, first. He's got podium that, merchant, yeah, podium merchant, top two merchant. He's dialed and he's locked in. Like that,
2: his his second is, I I, I just I, I just felt that again, man. That was <laughs> like, how did he do that? Yeah, so I, 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 it, it's it's championship
0: winning form, and he's putting in championship level drives.
2: Was uh, it nine, is it? Was it? What t- ten wins, nine podium, nine poles? Like, guy's on one this season, bro. This Guy is what I'm saying. Poles. You
1: know, you know, you know when you evaluate a driver and you say, "Oh, this guy's got the fastest car," and so on and so on, and you expect him to be dominant. He's doing what is expected. He's dominated in in the races where he finishes. He's dominating. He's even he's leaving with something. He's leaving with first or second, so he's leaving with he's he's leaving with high points. So unless unless if if those DNFs do not even happen and he finishes sixth or seventh, the guy's long gone in those races. So it's it's kind of like we speak about. Oh, this person like Vettel when he had the fastest car, he was dominant. This guy is completely dominant, and but he's playing he's racing against Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton is outstanding. He's outperforming. The, the situation that he's been put in because Mercedes are not putting him in a good situation or in a, in a car that's sufficient to challenge. And he's still in the world. Ch- he's still in the attack,
2: shout to win the title. street has been calling that card a wheelbarrow all weekend, boy.
1: Uh, listen, no, people can't call that car a wheelbarrow. Yeah. And then they stick it on P1, P2 in quality. Yeah. And then get dusted in the race. What, what is it? Is it a wheelbarrow or not? Let me know. Because, are we doing quality hype? I usually talk about practice hype because people get gassed about practice times, yeah? Is it quality hype now? Is this yeah. what we're
2: doing? Yeah, I, I just think, I, I think the that just outperformed itself on a quality day. The track just kind of went in their favour and they just managed to get a really, I didn't, I really did not think they were going to win it on Sunday anyway. I feel like it was kind of Obvious that they weren't going to win on a Sunday because the race pace that Mercedes, um, sorry, Red Bull was showing in the practice sessions, you just knew like at some point, and then Mercedes' strategy as well. You just never know what they, they're going to come up with, what way to lose a race they'll come up with. So,
1: I hey, Mercedes' strategy, a bad man. They just aired Lewis on the radio. David chat to him up a time, and then Lewis is like, You, you guys still there? I was like, what you lot don't even communicate, don't even give you times or nothing. You just rattled because you didn't you know
2: that you're not gonna win the race because Max I Verstappen's 17 seconds ahead. I think they were like me, they just had PTSD from um from Austria. They were like they just shocked, like shell-shocked, man. Just absolute shell shock.
1: Um, yeah, man, sheer dominance domination by Max Verstappen, man. You have to give him his flowers, man. He's I I, I said this what was on the last pod uh, with Nasha. I said, When Max Verstappen's fr- fr- first place. He's an elite front-runner, yeah? He's going to he's gonna guide that home, bro. And th- he was so comfy that he's talking about other degradation on other people's tyres. Why do you have the capacity to be looking at other people's tyres and be like, oh, I see my man's uh, rear left is uh, fucking up. Check if my rear left is fucking up. Keep an eye on it. This guy is coasting, he's gardening in this race. And he was doing the same in Austria. I, I was, I'm not surprised that he didn't do a wheel spin at the end cos he, he he's on absolute piss take but yeah great performance by max verstappen um driver of the day guys uh, mods uh, max max i don't think I, i'll say max as well Ants?
0: i, I might go gasly you know
1: gasly um, was outstanding
0: cuz i mean max yeah it was it was a dominant drive but i think he had a, enough of a delta to the mercedes to to the extent that it was it was expected that he would finish where he did Gasly, very strong result again. P4, a bit ahead of both Ferraris, both McLarens. Like, I think it's a I think it's a driver today for me.
1: Yeah, man. Gasly keeps on putting these performances, man. He's P4, man. P5, man. This is what he's
2: on. And his quality helps him
1: so much because he does such a good quality lap. He, he's he got it under control. And he, and he managed to avoid all the melee that happened at the beginning of that race. Um, was challenging Perez at the beginning, but they probably got you probably got a burkle in here, leave him alone.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, uh... <laughs> I think Brundle was like talking about that before the race. He was like, so I think he asked Helmut Marker what's going to happen if Gasly gets alongside the Red Bulls. So basically. Yeah. He's, he's under orders to not move forwards. Like P5 is good, but yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves basically.
1: Yeah, man. Um, Ferraris did well as well. Shout out to the Ferraris. Um, so a little bit of team orders going dunked
2: on. Dunked on your head today, boy. Right, listen, listen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's the where's the
0: um the Leclerc fanboys at? Because <laughs> the that he was moving aside for Carlos Sainz was reminiscent of a certain uh, certain post two thousand nine Felipe Massa, a certain
1: Ruben <sighs> Rubens Barrichello. Ruben's Barrichello hat, man. Listen, there <laughs> was, I was here on the radio. Um, Carlos is faster than you.
2: Oh, uh, Carlos is saying
1: I'm um, Carlos. Carlos. Carlos said I'm faster. Get me out of the way. Let me do my thing. For some reason, I don't know how it happened, but Leclerc still finished ahead of him, even though there were two no, Because they said uh, it.
2: They said it like, I think Carlos said, they said Carlos is faster than you, and then Leclerc put three seconds on his head top. Just, yeah, but then no they way. still
1: did the orders later on. And apparently, uh, Sands took off. Listen, I probably stopped over- watching by
2: then. then. I probably stopped watching by then. Basically, they
1: switched positions. Sands was ahead. And then at the end of the race, I saw Leclerc was ahead of him. So boy, I don't know what's going on. Probably just gained the position I, back. I, I, I like the dynamics of not knowing who the number one driver is. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. going to be interesting next season, especially if they're like a very good team. I want to see that. Uh, McLaren had a stinker. What can I say, man? This is the cars not there, man. All I can hope for is that we're there next year. Because right now we spent all our tokens on one Mercedes engine that's looking higgy higgy. What can we do? Should have bought a fucking. We can't even buy a Ferrari engine. so boy, we're just we're done. I uh, we'll see what happens in it. Um, uh, mazepin award,
2: Marks. I slightly want to give it to mazepin for yesterday as well. Prof, <laughs> he tried to, he tried to, T-Water's,
0: and it completely backfired. Now, if you it didn't make any sense though, like, <laughs> it just made no sense. I don't,
2: I didn't understand it. But. Oh, the guy said, Are you having a laugh? <laughs> That listen, stay where you are and make your space now. If you're gonna do your lap, was just hey, ridiculous. elite TV,
1: Oscar winning TV is gonna be that DTS yeah, episode. Man. Um with Hass because I don't know what is going on over there, and I know Gunter Steiner does not like Mazapin. I He's know that love for a it, fact.
2: Rave. He just he needs but him for the money, in it. He needs him for the money, and that's it.
1: Oh Lord. Um, and Susan Mazapin of the day or the weekend.
0: Good question. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to say, say Bottas. That's a bit harsh. But he just has. He just has very like comically bad weekend. Sometimes it's hard not to give it to him. like his pit stop got fucked up. He had to do fastest lap for two attempts. He, he was doing donuts on lap one. He wasn't defending.
2: But let, let me be nice and just give it to Ricardo. Master. Forty laps. Remember, that? it took him forty laps to get ahead of Ricardo. Yeah, true. Um, but
0: yeah, I don't know. I might just give it to Maspin as well. I don't. I don't. I don't want to put it. Uh, gonna...
1: Let's 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 uh, remind viewers, uh, listeners, that um, Mazapin on um, the Q one stint uh, did a lap and then Stroll did a lap and binned it, and he still he was spinning and he crashed the car over the lap and he still did a faster lap than Mazapin. The man crashed and still had a faster lap than you. He crashed over the line and he still had a faster lap than you, which is crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> um, my my Mazepin award, even though I got st- stocks in the Barracana rating, Stroll had a stinker all weekend. He had a stinker. Like, he was, he was, he was at the beginning of this race, he was doing a like, Mario Kart, he was going to, he's doing shortcuts, he was doing whatever. I don't know what was going on. Um, it's not looking good for him right now. Um, I he's think had a I a couple of races,
0: yeah, he's in, he's in some bad form, and I think I remember he overtook someone. So, Probably like 14th place, and his engineer was proper gassing them like gone, on, gone, on, son. And it was literally like P5E, not saying man bad. needs Brad back,
1: boy. He needs Brad because yeah, needs, yeah. Like, it's not popular right now, but he needs to <laughs> argue with someone on the radio so there's somebody gassing you for doing nothing. Yeah, he's down bad right yeah. now. He's down bad. He's down bad. All right, before we go, um, next weekend, Brazil predictions. Um, Marks, um, what's your podium in Brazil? What's it looking like?
2: Uh, probably Red Bull again man I can't see it if, especially if they take the um, the penalty next year do
1: you think they're going to take the penalty in, in Brazil uh, Mercedes if they do take a penalty, um, penalty yeah I
2: think they'll take the penalty so um, I feel like it might be a no Red Bull 1-2 but it'll be a Max probably and then Bottas will probably have a good race, because Hamilton will be nowhere near him.
1: Oh, it might be one of those ones, yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, Ants, what's your predictions?
0: <sighs> I feel like... And Mercedes are very unfortunate they have to be taking these penalties, because it's kind of killing them in the championship. You need now, what... Hamilton's, what, 28, 20 or so, 19, 20 points behind. There's four races left, I think. If he, if he wins every race, and... Max comes second, that's like, what, 28, 30 points that he can, he can swing the the gap back. So it's very tight um, and I don't think Mercedes can really be afford to be taking any penalties, but if if it, if the analysis is saying we need to take penalties, then what can you do? So I, I, I don't really know, honestly. I mean, if if I think if they have the pace, they have to, I don't want to say they have to risk it, but do you, would you rather, okay, would you rather like lose a championship on like a DNF in like the third to last round, second to last round, or just lose it just slowly on point, just being like the gap's slowly getting bigger and bigger?
1: Your engine can't blow up, bro. That This is what, this is, I see a lot of people arguing about this, like Mercedes don't need to take a penalty. Duh, duh, duh. Lewis Hamilton can't be in the lead of a race and his engine blows up. You, that That is malpractice at the highest level.
0: I hear
1: I it. I hear it. To be fair, you can't. That's not the way to lose. If you're gonna lose, lose it just like you finishing P two and the other guy finishing P one every race. You cannot put yourself in a situation where you're saying, "Oh, Mercedes don't need to change their engine." If their analysis says we need to change the engine or change some components within the engine and take a five grid, uh, five penalty or ten place penalty, do that because what you cannot afford is that engine blowing up. And people are saying, "Oh." Um, we don't need to, but you have to be prudent in these situations because you can't be, uh title on the line, Abu Dhabi, your engine blows up because you've been running with it since um, Kota. What, what, what are we doing here? That's malpractice, bro. And you can't even blame Lewis on that. That's that's the team that has to make that decision. Yeah, fair
0: enough. So, I mean, if they, if they take that penalty, they need to take it, then I can't see anything other than a Red Bull uh, victory. Possibly even a 1-2. All
1: right. Before we go, ants, um, is it over? Is Lewis eight over, or is there still a chance? Uh,
0: I think, I think there's still there's still a, a glimmer of hope, you know. Um, but it would take over in DNF, I think, in my opinion, for him to get it back. And I just don't think it's. I don't think the Red Bull's going to blow up any anytime soon. And no one's really close enough to Red Bull on the track right now to even contemplate like them tangling with anything with anyone. So I don't wanna say it's over, but it's looking very peak
1: right now. Uh Mark, same question.
2: Um it's, yeah, it's not it's not over, but if anyone could do it, it's it's Lewis Lewis can do it, but it's very bleak.
1: Oh on that on that somber note um we'll end today's pod. Um thank you for listening. Uh plug in all the socials, follow us on Pitstopfracker uh on Twitter, follow us on Pitstopfracker on Instagram. Um if you like this video, please like and subscribe on YouTube, leave comments, we always respond. And use the hashtag pitstopfracker on Twitter uh if you want to interact with us and let us know your thoughts on the pod. Um we'll be ne- back next week with our review of the Brazilian Grand Prix. Peace peace
0: sports social podcast network